side. An open road is no place to hide. There's no turning back when you put it in drive. Roll, roll, roll if you want it the most. Roll, roll, roll if you're ready to go. All these horses need to run. So let them run wild. Members of the PHFFL, Mish Conlon coming at you. Down in Tuck's Pub, another Thursday night. We're finally back on Thursday night, seems like, for a while there. We're recording on every night but Thursday, but we're back to our roots, back to tradition, the best time of year. It is standings week, baby, and we're coming at you on another episode of the Race to Three podcast. That time of year, best time of year, I'm jazzed up. Let's just hop right into it and crack some cold ones. Ooh-wee. Still riding that Guinness train, and I'm still... Having that goddamn insulated garage fridge issue. You know, let's see here. Let's pour this out here. See how this thing pours. See if it's frozen. Oh, this ain't going to work, boys. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. That's not good. If you can't hear the audio, I'm trying to pour this in. It's frozen, pretty much. That ain't going to work. That sucks eggs. Don't worry, though. I got a mini fridge behind me. I'm positive it has beers in it. Uh, the green one's kind of a miss. Miller Lights. I don't want a Miller Light. Please hold. Please hold. Down to the other fridge. Oh, yeah, baby. Ow. A little bush light. When your Guinness is frozen, you go to the bushy treats, baby. Crack some cold ones. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, that tastes good. That tastes good, and I guess I'll just have to... Sit here and wait for this Guinness to thaw. Maybe that'll be the second half of this pod. Don't really know what to do with that freaking nitro widget in here. Don't think that's going to work. Now it's all frozen. Ah, son of a bitch. Really got to put some insulation in that garage. But what do you do? That's neither here or there. Can't let that distract me from it being the best time of the year. That's right, baby. It is standings week. So we only got two more weeks until the playoffs, folks. This is when push is coming to the shove. The best in the pigskin power going up against the best in gridiron gorillas. The worst in the pigskin power is going up against the worst in the gridiron gorillas. Man, you got to love it. And everything is on the line this week. We've all got skin in the game. No matter if you haven't won a game this year, looking at you, Harv. I know it sucks. Whether you're on top of the standings, looking at you, Chadillac, CT, Jerry's Kids, and old Ben Take me home, country roads, Nielsen. That is where we're sitting. We all are banded together like brothers in our respective division to go toe and toe against our sworn enemy, our rivals, the opposite division. We're going to duke it out. You guys know how it goes. So there's 12 teams, 12 divided by two. Yep, that's right. Six. Didn't need a calculator for it. No way. Uh uh. We show down, and then it's just a matter of who wins more games. If we get a fourth win, whichever side gets fourth win, you know it's going to be pigskin power. We then get the W. We get to eat W's Jabu style, baby. And the other team has to reach in their pockets, open up those freaking wallets, open them up, pull out that $20, and ship it. To Kamish Conlon. I'll hold on to it. I'll keep it nice and tight, close, put it into the PHFL pot savings account that we have built out. I need to get a treasurer for the league. You know, I'm the commissioner. I don't feel like I should have to be the treasurer, too. Huh, who would be a good treasurer of the league? We'll figure that out. So essentially, if you lose, there's 20 bucks coming in. That's 120 bucks that will be added to the top of the pot for the winner this year. So that's a little added excitement. So typically we pay out 250 bucks to the winner and the trophy and the bragging rights and the ability to walk around, tell your kids, tell your friends, tell your family that you are the champion of the greatest and toughest and best fantasy football league known the man, the PHFFL. God, it's amazing we even give away trophies and money in this league because just that bragging rights alone is enough for more, most people. But no, we do it up big. We do it up right. So an extra 120 bucks on top of that 250 still don't need a calculator. Beep, beep, boop, beep, boop, boop. $370 is what will go to the champion this year. Get excited, folks. Pigskin power. 
Let's do it. Let's pull out all the stops and just whoop the shit out of the gridiron. Go Gorillas. Remember how good it felt last year when we played that football game? You guys might be saying, Commissioner Conley, why don't you talk about this summer? Well, I don't want to talk about this summer. I want to talk about last year when the pigskin power just whipped you guys up. That is what it's going to feel like, but at the hands of a truly greater fantasy division. No doubt about it. We're going to come in. Not crazy to think that we go 6-0. and oh. With that, that's a lot of rambling. I don't think I have anything else to say in terms of housekeeping. Oh, yes, I do. So since it is standings week, we are going to have, just like last year, we'll start making this tradition. We're going to have a standings week watch party. Everyone's welcome here. Friends, family, whoever wants to come, all 12 owners, whoever can make it, we'll sit down here in the garage, not in the garage, in the basement in Tuck's Pub. We'll have at least one TV, two TV. I'll probably set up a third one. Maybe get this monitor I'm looking at right now turned around so we get that going. We'll make sure that we have um, Ben's and Tommy B's and their Packers going up against Dan's Dub Bears. I'll probably take one TV, big TV. We'll get the red zone action going. You got to have that going. We'll figure out what we want to do with the other two smalls. Maybe we'll get some bets going in there, and then we'll let that dictate what games we want right in. You know, I was trying to think of something maybe fun we could do with the games. I don't know, maybe with the Packers-Bears games, we could do um, squares. Like, you know, people do a lot of Super Bowl squares. You don't have to just do squares in the Super Bowl, you know. You could do that for any game. Every game has four quarters and ends, and every game has the numbers of zero through nine that their score can finish in. Maybe that could be fun. We could all throw some money in the pot, sit there, and wait to see what the final score is going to be in the first, second, third, and fourth quarter of the Packers versus Bears. The Buccaneers won't proceed to whip the absolute shit out of the Nolan Saints Quinners team until later that Monday. So, I mean, I'll just be sitting there cheering on the boys of fall, looking and hoping just beat the shit out of Dirty Van Super Punters. But we'll get in all that. I got to wet my whistle. I'm jazzed up about this. So, with that, if you can make it, we'd love to have you. I realize it's a Sunday. I realize a lot of you guys, or at least some of you guys, don't live in the area. You know, no obligation, obviously, to be here at all. Those that you are going to be here, just just let me know who and how many, what, what who you're bringing with you. Um, we'll order up some za. We'll figure out where we're going to order the za from. I do, you know, I had some frozen chicken wings I bought a while ago. Oh shit, I need to get those into the refrigerator so they can start thawing out. I'm glad I just thought about that. Not into the garage refrigerator because God knows they won't thaw out in there. They'll just fucking get more frozen solid like my beer. Um, so I'll get those. I'll get those on the smoker. We'll probably do those up a few ways. A little bit of rotel dip. Life is going to be good. No doubt about it. But with that, that shuts that down. We have no more housekeeping items. It's time to look at transaction corner. Standings week transaction corner, ladies and gentlemen. Opening up. Oh, I said standings week, so I clicked on standings. We'll go to league and hit recent activity. What the whistle here yet again. I'm all discombobulated. I'm someplace right now on the ESPN page. I've never even been before. I'd email the league. I didn't realize I could send out league-wide emails via this. is kind of cool. I can email a specific league member. Hmm, that sounds kind of fun. We'll save that for a different day. Keep an eye on your inboxes, folks. Mitch Conlon might be sending you something. We'll go ahead and hit this recent activity button, though. And let's scroll down to the end of Thursday's transactions and see what we want to bring to the folks at home. Ha, hungry, and ha, ha, Harris, old Q man himself. He says, you know what? I don't need Graham to know a kicker on my squad. Know what I need as I'm going toe-to-toe at the bottom of my division trying to get a W this week. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. I need myself Son- Sonovan, Sonovan. No idea how to pronounce this guy's name, Knight. He's position ranked 100 at his position. I don't feel like I should have to know how to say his name when he's position ranked 100. But you know what? The guy is averaging 6.7 points on the year per game. Let's open him up. I know Michael Carter got hurt. Brees the Beast Hall, as much as it pains me to say, is out. You know what? The guy's only played two games. First game, he threw up a gooser. Second game, he threw up 13.3 points when Michael Carter went out. Toted the rock against the Bears. Your Bears stand 14 times for the always funny 69 yards, 4.9 yards pop, and got some work in through the air. Threw three receptions for 34 yards. 
don't hate to pick up there. Quinners, who knows? Maybe he's gonna maybe he's gonna be a diamond and rough and he's gonna go out there and he's gonna ball with no Michael Carter. And we'll all be saying, Man, how did Quinn ever land that Sonavon Knight? I mean, it'd be kind of cool. He's got a badass name, Knight spelt just like a knight, K N I G H T, like a knight in shining armor. He could be your dark knight. Maybe you could play something like that on your team name. Who knows? With that, I will move along. Jakob Meyer, show me where you shit from. You know what? He drafted this guy just last year in the rookie draft, the old MILF hunter himself, Zach Wilson. And I think that's what Jake really appreciated about him was his MILF hunting abilities. But you know what? He is not appreciated. Just his pure just shittiness at the quarterback position. He's been nothing but awful. The J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 said go ahead and take a seat on that B-E-N-C-H, bench, bench, bench. And that is where he's at. You know what? Jake said, I ain't got time for a quarterback that can't even start for the freaking Jets. So he goes ahead and cuts his ass. But you know who what he saw and what he liked? Monday Night Football. Old Rodgers got banged up a little bit. And so he decided, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and pick up Jordan love he's on the waiver wire he looked a little bit sharper than normal was able to hit christian watson on a crosser out just watch watson do a house call with it um six for nine <laughs> another 69 always funny we've had a lot of them here you go this is just trading one future quarterback pick up for another honestly i'd rather lay my chips on jordan love too and i'm not saying that just after that one game performance i'm just saying that after seeing zach wilson just completely dismantle the jets and just make Elijah Moore completely worthless asset. If you know anything about me, you know I was all in on Elijah Moore. He just ruined my little Elijah Moore shares this year. So, fuck Zach Wilson. That's why I got to say, Zach, if you're out there listening, to hell with you, bud. Jordan Love, not a bad pickup. You know, maybe the Packers fans can feel in. There's been speculation. Maybe Rodgers will be done with the Packers this year. Who knows? I don't know. But if that happens, that can end up being a decent pickup. Then we've got the Revenge Tour, the defending champion of the PHFL, Malk Daddy himself, going out. Um, Elijah Mitchell, the backup running back, the complimentary running back to my boy Christian McCaffrey. He got hurt. He's out for an extensive period of time. So now there's a land grab here that we'll see of everyone going out there and trying to pick up whoever we foresee being the halfback that could potentially take over and take some workload there. So, Malik Daddy, he puts his bets on Tyranian Davius Price, who is a rookie this year. Um, I don't remember exactly the draft equity that was used on him. I don't think it was anything significant, but he was drafted nonetheless. I mean, the guy, he's only been in three games. He had significant work week two where the guy managed a putrid 2.4 yards a carry for 3.3 yards. And I'd be remiss, I'd say, I mean, there's – some discomfort in McCaffrey's knees. You know, everyone's out there trying to find, hey, is there a chance to get this halfback in this Kyle Shanahan system? Um, we'll see. So that's where Malik Daddy's putting his chips. The guy's position ranked even lower than freaking that night guy I was ragging on Quinn about. This guy's position ranked 129, averaging 1.2 points, only rostered in 2.4% of leagues. So not pretty. Um, we'll keep moving on here. And then I laid my chips down. So I'm going to have to eat all my word for bashing everyone else's halfback they picked up. Because I picked up none. Oh, no. I do not have to eat my words. I picked up a guy, though, that's only rostered in 0.4. That's four-tenths of a percent of leagues. But you know what? He's position ranked 83. So better than 100, better than 100, whatever the hell fucking price was. Averaging 5.5 points a game. This guy was a perennial stud back in the day. Okay, looked at his stats today. Calling him a perennial stud would be a bit of a stretch, but you know what? That's neither near here or there. I'm talking about none other than Tevin Coleman, Kyle Shanahan. He's the apple of his eye, no doubt about it. He loves himself some Tevin Coleman. You might be saying, Commissioner Conlon, pretty sure they just cut him a couple weeks ago and signed him to his practice squad. You know what? I don't care. He's going to be out there. They don't even have him listed as being on a team on ESPN. How 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 is that how that works? If you're on the practice squad, you don't even get like the team's name put next to you of the team you're on. So you could he's on the 49ers practice squad. They could at least recognize he's a 49er. They say Tevin Coleman, free agent. So that's where I'm laying my chips. 
Odds are I'll probably cut the motherfucker here in a couple weeks, but we'll let him ride on the roster. If I'm not mistaken, I think I originally brought him into the league on this second round of the PHFL, the second beautiful chapter of this book that we're all on, of this journey that we call the PHFFL life. Um, that is where I'm pretty sure I brought him in. We'll have to go back, dust off the draft, and look at that. I'm almost positive I did. I want to say maybe it was old Danimal, Dan the Man, back in Chapter 1 that maybe truly brought him to the league. Dan, fact check me on that. Let me know if that's true or not. Can't remember. Keep going through here. Chasing greatness is cutting some kickers. He saw enough of Greg Josephs. He says, hey, I don't want my Minnesota Viking kicker anymore. I want Evan McPherson, the guy that was a rookie sensation last year for Cincinnati. Not going to spend any more time on that. Country Roads, take my, take my homes, picks up a little Jelani Woods, tight end of Indianapolis. Um, I'd be lying if I told you I knew a damn thing about Jelani Woods, other than he had a hell of a game last week. Eight catches for 98 yards, nine targets. That's kind of wild to think about, nine targets. Freaking, I don't know um, how much of you, you guys, watched the Colts. I want to say what, that was a miserable, like, Sunday night football game, maybe? I don't know. That was on prime time, and boy, Matt Ryan is washed. He's just not good anymore. Let me have a wet whistle here. Reality was he was never good with the Falcons either. He just got to freaking play the Bucks when we were a dumpster fire twice a year, and he'd go off on us. So, Johnny Woods, tight end pickup. Nice work. I don't mind that pickup. Good pickup. Oh, daddy's hammering back on the running backs. He needs himself a running back. So he says, you know what? I got Travis Etienne. He went out last week with a little bit of a foot issue. Not the same foot that he had the lens frack. Lens frank. Don't know how you say it. Fracture in his foot. Um, he says, you know what? I better go and get my handcuff while he's out there. A handcuff that looks pretty good when he got in the action too. So he got 20 points last week. 12 for 28 on the ground. 2.3 yards pop. Against the Ravens, you'd be like, that doesn't sound very good. Yeah, well, he had five catches for 67 yards and a tutty. It's not bad at all. I think that is a good pickup when Travis Etienne is someone that you're relying on to help try to take you to a repeat of the PHFL champions. With that, a um, little defense there, but Dirty Fan Super Punters, I'm eyeballing that because I'm just curious who old Nick thinks he's going to roll out against me to try to help, the, help him from the – eventual it's gonna come there's nothing you can do you might as well just let it happen ass whooping that he's gonna have to get from the boys a fall but with that that's transaction corner put a bow on that um mail trying to think if there was any mail that came in i don't think so i think we are mailless which is kind of amazing you know usually the mailman he's always like hey you're gonna have to you know, the mail doesn't charge. I'm going to have to give, charge you more taxes because I'm so busy all the time because of you. This house here, there's so much mail coming in. It's always dressed to Commissioner Conlon. I don't even know what Commissioner Conlon is. I say, you know what? That's because I've got a very, very successful podcast going here that covers the greatest league and the only league that really anyone should care about, the Powerhouse Fantasy Football League. So no mail this week, I'm sure. I got lost somewhere would be my guess. Um who knows, really. But with that, it is time to get into the meat of tonight's show. And as always, the meat of tonight's show is brought to you by the premier, the best amateur barbecue team that's on the circuit going right now. May not have competed in a while, but you know what? We're like like Michael Jordan. We can take a year off. We can take a year and a half off, however long he took off. I don't really know. When we come back, wearing the old 4-5, you might think, 4-5, you look goofy, you should be wearing 23. Uh-uh, we're still going to come out there. We're still going to ball. Eventually, once we feel good again, we'll throw on the 2-3 and get at it. You know who I'm talking about. I'm talking about T&T Barbecue Baby and what would be the meat of tonight's show. It was just Thanksgiving. Got to do a little bit of Thanksgiving turkey. Gobble, gobble. Thanksgiving turkey. How do you need to do that thing up? You got to go get a full bird, no doubt about it. Um, I can respect the turkey breast things. Those are good. Those are fine. You got to get a full turkey. Just do it. You only do it once, maybe twice a year. Go ahead, get yourself a full bird, maybe a 
10, 12, 13, 14 pound bird. I don't know how many people you guys got to feed. Go get yourself a nice size bird and then do a wet brine. I'm a, I'm a wet briner. Never actually done the dry brines on it, but go ahead and wet brine it. Whether you want to get a wet brine kit, wet kit, whether you just want to make one at home, whatever you want to do, just brine it up. Essentially, it's just getting brined in a bunch of salt, maybe some sugars, some seasonings, uh, maybe a little apple juice, whatever you want to brine the thing in. doesn't really matter. You're really only doing it. Sure, it brings in maybe some flavor, more than anything. The power of osmosis works and it helps hold it in and keep the meat nice and juicy. And that's what we want is nice and juicy meat. Brine that thing overnight. Pull that full bird out. We're going to spazcock this bird. You know, I've talked about spazcocking before. You got to cut the spine out, rip the spine out, push it down, make it nice and flat. Makes it look pretty cool. Go ahead. Let's give that thing a nice little roasting. We're going to smoke that thing at 275. But before we do that, we got to season that thing up. Get her all nice and seasoned up underneath the back side of it, on the top side of it. Get that thing going. Let's go ahead, throw it in there, and then once it's at, let's say, 145, 150, let's just cut a whole bunch of butter and just sit that on top of it while it's on the smoker. Smoker run at 275. You want to run a little higher. If you want to run higher than that, maybe 300 on that. Um, hell, you can go higher than that. We're actually really not so much parching the smoke on it. We really want to get that nice crispy, and that's what really makes a nice thanksgiving turkey bird get that going then we'll put some butter on it at the end that's what i was getting at when it's at 150 internal temperature that butter's going to melt down fat is flavor going to make it taste good pull it off maybe when it's at about 160 it'll continue to rise probably about 165 carve that thing up slice it up serve it up with some mashed potatoes serve it up a little bit of stuff and serve it up with a little bit of gravy serve it up with a little bit of green bean casserole serve it up with a little bit of bush light with the whistle and you will have a nice Thanksgiving meal. Hope you guys all enjoyed your Thanksgivings with your family. Thanksgiving is always my favorite holiday. Football, built-in four-day weekend. I love everything about Thanksgiving. No about, doubt about it. So with that, that is the meat of the night show. And as always, the meat of the night show is brought to you by No Not RGQ. No Not All Meat Matters. T&T Barbecue. Our meat is dynamite. And what do we have on the spread for you? Week 12 just happened. You know, we go in four-week increments. So we do the look ahead a little bit different. I'm going to go try to do something that's maybe I've never, I shouldn't say maybe I've never done before. I'm going to try to do a fastest three minutes. I did not prepare anything. I did not write anything up this week. We're just going to play the music. I'm going to open up the standings, whatever comes in my head. I'm just going to say it, and hopefully that goes decent. So with that, let's go ahead and get into the rewind. We'll kick off this standings week with the defending champ, the Revenge Tour, going up against Kamish Conlon. And Malk Daddy wanted more than revenge as he wanted Kamish Conlon to suffer and be conflicted as he watched his two Buccaneers, Mike Evans and Julio Jones, go up against his team. Unfortunately for Mount Daddy, the revenge was all the boys of fall as all those Buccaneer points went to the flex of the boys of fall and Chris Godwin scoring 29 points, leading the boys of fall on a route of the revenge tour, 165 to 95. Up next in the pigskin power was a ba battle of the cellar dwellers. We had somebody call a doctor versus Hunk if you're hard man, 96 to 95.55. Could it be? Could it be? Did Harv get his first win of the year? No, he made the ill-advised decision to put Robert Woods in his flex. He needs to take Robert Woods out to the woods and shoot him in the head, instead leaving the rookie, Traylon Burks, on the bench in his 17 points. That's all it took to get the loss for Harv and go to 0-12. Nate lays on the horn, honk, honk, as honk if you're hard, man, gets the W, 96-95. to up next is a heavyweight battle of the Gridiron Gorillas, where you had Country Roads, Take My Homes, going up against Standing in a Long Line of Sinners Like Me. And this was going to be another Monday Night Football where they both had to be glued to the screen as they were sitting there to see if the tight end, Pat Firemuth, could score 7.9 points. Could he get it done? Unfortunately, another dick deflator for Dan the man as Pratt Firemuth scores the always funny 6.9 points. 
But you know what? He needed 7.9 points. Country roads, take Mahomes, takes those roads all the way to a victory and a 9-3 and record, winning 129.5 to 128.65. Another heavyweight bout back in the pigskin power. We had Chadillac CT's Jerry's Kid going up against Chasing Greatness. And you know who was chasing greatness on this Sunday? Josh Jacobs as he went crazy against the Seahawks, running all over for the Raiders, scoring 48.3 points. Nothing we could do. Jerry's kids could do about it. Rolling out Dalvin Cook, who cooked one up in his pants for 9.6. And Jamal Williams, who scored 10.6. Chasing greatness goes on a route, 155 to 125. Next up was Dirty Van Super Punters versus Show Me Where You Shit From. And you know what, Jakob? You're going to get another shitter put in your face, no doubt about it, as the Dirty Van Super Punters are starting to rev up the engines. Thanks to Josh Allen's elbow starting to feel better and throwing and getting 36 points on Turkey Day against the Detroit Lions. Add on another big Turkey Day performance later that evening from Justin Jefferson against the New England Patriots. And that's all she wrote, the Dirty Van Super Punters. Takes care of business in a big, big way. Moves to 6-6, six and six, 147 to 102. And finally, we had Hot, Hungry, and Ha-Ha Harris going against the Tomcats. This was just a battle of all battles. And the Tomcats brought it this week, folks, as they plug in Michael Pittman Jr. into the slot, getting a solid 19 points. Geno Smith continues to lead and having a nice connection with Tyler Lockett for another 26-15. and 15. Quinners, there was nothing he could do, and he wasn't laughing as Ha Ha Harris hurt his abdomen, perhaps from laughing who hard, who knows, but no one's laughing now as the Tomcats win 133 to 113. Woo, all right, wet the whistle, there you go. No preparation, no notes. Made it go way longer, not very good. On the spot is what we just learned there. It took about four minutes, so that's your fastest four minutes. Kind of like doing it that way, you know. It's uh, it's difficult, but no fuss, you know. No fuss about it. We just did the damn thing and went right into it. There you go. There's your recap. I don't know how much that was even, yeah, normal human being could even follow along with, but I got to wet the whistle again. It's hard on the old throat box. Go ahead and try it, folks. Let's go ahead. Let's break down. Everything you need to know about these first 12 weeks and what we have ahead for all these teams. And you know what? I got to actually pause first before we do that. You know what? I also threw me off. So I get into YouTube always to play that, that background music, that fastest uh, three minutes background music. And, you know, YouTube, they got all their freaking algorithms. They got they got a guy dialed in and what he likes to see and what he likes to know about. The freaking, before I get in there, the very top video they were trying to feed me was a Pat McAfee clip saying, should we believe the rumors of Tom Brady wants to go back New England Patriots? Like, what the fuck's that? So guess what? Everyone gets to watch me Google and find out. Let's see where these rumors are coming from. We'll just search Tom Brady. If it has any merit to it, it's going to be up top. Brady to the Patriots. Rogers the Jets. Let's explore what it could be. No one knows what they're. this is. Just nasty. He'll be back for the Bucks. You know what? We're going to win a Super Bowl this year, and he's going to say, you know what? I'm going to want to stay here. I'm going to want to repeat. It's all going to start this week. Quinners against your Nolan Saints. We're just going to open up a can of whoop-ass on them. Let's go ahead. Get in the standings. Break everything down where we're sitting at. So here's the reality of the situation. If you are RV, if you are Quinn, if you are Nate Daddy, Mathematically limited from the playoffs. You guys are out. Zero percent chance. So I'm going to spend no time talking about it other than Harv. Congratulations. You have locked down a top two pick. You're guaranteed a top two pick. And you know what? You got some promise on your squad. I bow, you know, you've got, you're out there and go ahead and get your first W. So you have nothing else to lose for this year. You got to win this week. Help us get that $20. Help us get coming from the other team help the pigskin power win go ahead and take out hot hungry and ha ha harris i know you can do it i know you will do it because those bottom three nothing to talk about there we'll start with the tomcats they're hanging on by the hair on their chinny chin chin tommy you got a nice beard you got some decent hair on that chin but you know what it's still a small margin of error no doubt about it 
six percent chance for the playoffs at five and seven. That's a beautiful thing about standings week. So at five and seven, you got a lot of teams loaded up in front of you that are six and six. Well, guess what? Those teams are squaring down against each other. You get up and go against, no offense, Nate, but we just said your rolling teams are mathematically eliminated. You get to go up against Honk of your hard man. Get a victory here. You're six and seven. You never know. Things could happen. You definitely got to win out. You definitely got to have some people take some L's in front of you, but it definitely could happen. Um, points on the year you've scored 1,410. It's going to be interesting, interesting, interesting to see if you get a dub, how your percent chance playoffs go. Obviously, I think you're very dependent on other teams. Like if you get the dub and the right teams win in front of you, I think you're going to go down to zero anyways. You get a dub and let's say, shit, let's say that um, – Really what you need to cheer for, this has got to kill you. You got to be cheering for pigskin power to just destroy your gridiron gorilla brethren. So sinners like me, six and six, dirty van soup punish, six and six. Show me where you shit from, six and six. Everyone else, they're they're out of reach for you. Anyone that's playing for the pigskin power, they're out of reach. You ain't going to be able to, best you can do is tie them, and then you're not going to win the tiebreakers. So you need chasing greatness, the boys of fall, the revenge tour, all to just dismantle those other three teams. If that happens, next thing you know, you're six and seven. They're all six and seven. Shit, get weird. Let me finish this bush light and check on this Guinness here. All right, let's see how much she thawed. Oh, you hear that? Couldn't have been quite as frozen as I thought then. Could have been, boys. We don't get the nice, like, super, super nice head and all the cascading effect. But beggars can't be choosers. We got a beer to drink. That's all that really matters. So the Tomcats, hang in there. Keep fighting. Fight the good fight. Let's see what happens. Um, we'll just keep going by percent chance to make it. Then we got we up into that six and six tier. So this is where things are super, super interesting. So show me where you ship from. Also, his percent chance is triple Tommy's. He's at 18% chance to make the playoffs. Going up, I mean, I would argue you probably drawing the short end of the stick here, going up against the revenge tour. You know what? To do this properly, I do actually want to. We're not doing a full look ahead. I'm opening up the scoreboard to also look at these games. So the Tomcats. Projected to win 119 to 94. So those of you counting at home, that's pretty interesting for Tom. Definitely interesting for Tom. So then we'll go and we'll say, show me where you shit from versus your revenge tour. So six and six, show me where you shit from. Going up against the revenge tour, projected to get flattered. 131 to 113. I'm not opening up the box scores. So there is a projected to be six and seven. Jakob, if you win... That goes a long ways to you having a chance to make make the play. Hell, if you win, all of a sudden you're tied record-wise with who you're going up against against the Revenge Tour. That's interesting, interesting, interesting. We keep going up. The Dirty Van Super Punch, 20% chance to make the playoffs. 20% chance going up against the Boys of Fall. Make that a 0% chance. You're going to be 6-7. and seven. Nothing else to say about that. Mm -hmm. Nothing else to say about it. Then you got Dan the Man. We got to stop here. Talk about this a little bit longer. Our highest scorer in the league. So if you've been following the Race 3 podcast, you've been following the PHFFL, there's been two out of the last three weeks. Really, the whole year has been just full of heartbreakers. I don't know how the man watches Monday Night Football, if he can even stand the sight of hearing Monday Night Football. Um, okay, what is it? Dun, 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 dun. I think that's Monday Night. I got to imagine Dan hears that. He you got probably a lot out of a little whimper, don't you? Like, that can't make you feel good. Maybe you get your little, like, lower intestine bowel movement happens. Makes you just not feel very good. I mean, ah, been rough, rough, rough for you. You're 6-6, six and six, fighting for your playoff lives, going with the highest points scored in the league. So that's brutal, no doubt about it. With that all said, you control your own destiny. You got a 65% chance to make the playoffs. You know what hurts, though? You're going up against one of the three teams that are nine and three and put up points themselves and Al's chasing greatness. So if we flip over here, let's go back to the scoreboard. This is a money. Holy shit. I'm wetting my whistle. This is a heavy weight bout. I'm going to open up the box score here and I'll maybe bring break it down a little bit for the boys and girls at home. 
Wow, wow. 148 to Dan to 139 to Alex. So this is huge. And, you know, he can say, well, Alex, he's locked in. He's at 9-3. He can just lay over and play dead. No chance in hell. When there's three teams that are 9-3, and three, I'm trying to nip on the heels there at 8-4. Eight and, eight and four. You're talking about people fighting for that first round. That first round, I don't have the stats. I'm just going to make them up. Um, it increases your chances to make it to the championship by – 50%. Let's just say that. So you get a hell of a better chance of making the championship game if you get that first round by. If you don't need to go into that always dramatic and always tough wild card weekend, your odds to make it to the championship, just they go up tenfold, 50%. That, that was too low. They go up tenfold. So we look through this. Man, the big thing that's going to kill you is the Cardinals are on a bye. So your guy who came back last week, came back from that hamstring and Kyle Murray, he's out. And who are you putting out there? Mr. Limited. Oh, man. Russell Wilson, let me do you a favor live. I know you're probably never going to take any of my advice again after you listen to our Mike Kosecki take. If you cut his ass, but let me tell you who to stream. Sorry, I'm doing this, Dan. Sorry, I'm doing this. I'm going to tell you who to stream. I got it. He is a pigskin power. Um, we need that 20 bucks. Let's just, oh, God. Um, Maybe, maybe that's your best chance. Your other options are John Wolford, Andy Dalton, Kyle Allen, and Mac Jones. You know what? You're your best chance. Just roll with Russell Wilson. Hopefully he's not limited. He becomes unlimited again on the road against the Baltimore Ravens. It could happen. Maybe he'll give you your best game of the year. Um, keep going through yours. Josh Jacobs is banged up. He's been questionable. That's got to kind of hurt you. can kind of kill you a little bit. Um, Ramondre Stevenson will be playing here tonight. He's been good. Jamar Chase hopefully gets back. This is what I'm going to say. Um, you know, Al, you've, you have been taking care of business. I'm going to say centers like me gets the W here, gets up to seven and six and locks himself into the playoffs after a victory this week, just because Russell Wilson on that top line, Josh Jacobs baked up Jamar Chase. Assuming he's coming back, but you know he's coming back from injury. A lot of a lot of just questions there. Prove me wrong. Go ahead and win one for the pigskin power. Please do, please do, please do. Um, keep going up through here then. So that's that. So that's our six and six teams. And we flip over to the defending champs, the revenge tour, Malk Daddy. So seven and five, 93% chance going in there. Go against show me where you shit from. This is going to get confusing the way I'm cascading through these matchups. This is, you know, um, what's the, let's get the uh, Billy Madison quote going in here. Um, Billy Madison, inco, incoherent, rambling. Um, yeah, let's go ahead and play this for the boys and girls at home. Mr. Madison, what you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Okay, a simple wrong would have done just fine, but the- <laughs> Oh, a classic scene. Everyone is now stupider for listening to this podcast. Um, so the Revenge Tour, that's neither here nor there. Let's open the score pad back up. The Revenge Tour is in it. Again, show me where you shit from. We've already talked about this. He's projected. He's projected to get it done. We'll go ahead. We'll break down a little bit more analysis on the Revenge Tour here, though. Um End of the game, that Raven stack, Malk Daddy knows it. They needed to get going. They needed to get going like they had the first few weeks of the season. That makes this team much, much tougher when you have Devontae Adams, Mike Evans. I'm talking to you, Mike. Can't guard Mike. We need you to step up and get her done, baby. You've been – I want to click on Mike Evans. I want to see position rank 20 on the year. Kind of baffling because it seems like the guy's been tough for a while. And he has been tough for a while. So 9, 10, a bye week, and then 5. But you know what? He'll get it going again. He'll get back into those 100-yard games. He hasn't had a touchdown, which is unbelievable, since week four, and he scored two of them. He's only had two games where he scored touchdowns. That ain't right. Go ahead. I don't even care if it's against 
that bitch boy Marshawn Lattimore, if he's playing this week, Mike Evans gets into the end zone this week, no doubt about it. You need Travis Etienne healthy. You need Jonathan Taylor to do their things. You got a squad. You got a squad that can definitely do it. Your margins are thin. You can't have a lot of things roughed up. Don't really love Kyron Williams sitting there in your slot, in your flex. But you know what? You got the horses to bring this thing back and repeat. You just need them to play good ball from here on out. That's a moral story for everyone. Everyone has the horses from these teams on. Everyone just needs their teams to be the team that are popping and getting it done those given weeks. Keep going up through the standings here. We then run into the boys of fall, my squad. Um, I'm not going to lie. I want that first round by boys. I really, really do. Um, Dirty Van Super Punters, let's look at our matchup. Well, you know, not not 135 to 120. The thing about the Dirty Sam Super Punters that everyone has to everyone has to understand, and I think I tried to at least highlight it in the fastest four minutes. Um, when he's got Josh Allen, when he's got Justin Jefferson, he can win a game any week. He can beat anybody as long as those two people show up and shell out. If that happens. He has a chance to win. You got to love the fact they have Josh Allen and you have Tua Tagovailoa. I think I might have just nailed his name for his first time ever. Let's pour one out to me. That was good. On your bench, you're kind of getting a Chadillac CT situation there where he's been the man with the quarterbacks for always has had the quarterbacks. You're starting to get a nice little quarterback-looking squad in here. Um, you know what? I'm going to pull it out for the pig zone. I'm just going to wipe you up, no doubt. Christian McCaffrey, knee discomfort, don't want to hear it. He's going to just freaking destroy that Miami. I do love the matchups for my squad. Herbert against Las Vegas, that's a 1,000 points. McCaffrey against Miami, another 1,000. Chubb against Houston, Jesus. Higgins against the Chiefs. Godwin is going to get his revenge for the fuckers that tore his knee last year. Kelsey against Cincinnati. Even my boy, Hopkins is out, so I have to put Elijah Moore in there. I talked about him. Um, can't even think of the name of the quarterback. What is it, White or something like that? Milk Daddy picked him up. He was shelling it all over the place last week. Elijah Moore, he's going to have had his breakout game last week. He's going to double that up this week, and everyone's going to be quaking in their boots because Elijah Moore is going back with some vengeance. Move on to chasing greatness. These teams are all 100% locked. They're just fighting. I already kind of talked about chasing greatness's matchup. But you got to nod the hat, tip the hat. You know, Albert, you're at 9-3. and three. And you've done so. Josh Jacobs been big. Your second round pick. Everyone, listen to me right now. That second, the draft, the rookie draft. I can't understate its importance. It's super important. You know, you saw in the season, you had teams jockeying for positions in here, selling that draft equity like it was nothing. Myself included. That shit come back, bite people in the ass. You build your teams for the rookie draft. When you look through his squad. He's picked up Jamar Chase through the rookie draft, picked up Kenneth Walker through the rookie draft. I'm sure there's other people on his roster, but there's those two big names on his roster and his starting lineup alone. That's big, big, big. That came from the last couple rookie drafts, so keep that in mind. Or I think you're guaranteed the second pick this year. Kenneth Walker was a second-round pick last year. Sure, it would be nice to have him on our squad, wouldn't it? So you keep building those rosters. Um, I stop and say this. His team name is Chasing Greatness. He hasn't had Jamar Chase for the last few weeks, and he's weathered the storm. He's made it happen, has gone and gotten nine and three with points to boot on top of it. Um, flip it then over. I think I maybe already covered Country Roads. No, I have not. So then I'll flip it over and we'll cover Jerry's kids because Jerry's kids is actually in the second seed. Chadillac CT. I mean, you started the year just a beautiful year. I don't even remember what streak you went to. Let's say maybe you were. 7-0 and or something like that. You're now on a two-game losing streak. You got to shake those cobwebs off. And there's a week to shake it off. This is the week because the pigs need you. We need you to shake this thing off. And you're going up against just a gauntlet on the other side and country roads. Take Mahomes. Let's give Chad his due here first. I'll open up his roster. Tell you if there's anything I want to tell you about it. Um, Mark Cooper playing great ball, no doubt about it. Jalen Waddle playing great ball, no doubt about it. Um, you got the same quarterback situation. You got Joe Burr. You got Justin Fields who's just been going absolutely off, which you really need to have happen. You need Dalvin Cook to get cooking. No more cooking him up in his pants. He needs to cook him up and put it on the field and serve up some fantasy points to you 
and get her going. He's capable of doing it. He's in that offense. He's capable of doing it. He has been doing it this year. Last two weeks, though, 7.2, 9.6. You need to get him back to 23.6, 25.1, 26.1 weeks and serving your right to help ride that horse, the championship. Jamal Williams, I mean, I've kind of been waiting for that to fade and stop. The guy keeps finding the end zone. So if he keeps scoring touchdowns for you, you're going to be all right there. You really could use Leonard Fournette to kind of regain his role in the passing work, come back healthy, Juju Smith to regain. If Justin Fields, if that shoulder's good and he can do what he's doing on the ground, that's a championship-winning caliber player right there in his own right. If he can do what he was doing there for that stretch. Let's flip it over then to the one seed where they sit right now. Country Roads, Pick Mahomes, Ben Nielsen. Ben, you know, I tip my hat to Albert because of the Jamar Chase thing. Really got to tip my hat to you. You're the second highest score in the league. First seed, 93. You've done that with Brees Hall. Your rookie round pick. Yeah, and rookie picks are important, boys. The one, well, those of you that are getting ready to go in that toilet bowl, get out there, get ready to ball. Brees Hall being out, the rookie running back out. You could have used him. Darren Waller, the tight end, out. Superstar could have used him. Marquise Brown was hurt for a decent chunk of the stretch of the season. I'd be remiss if I did not talk about Keenan Allen being out for the stretch of the season. All things considered, you've still been rolling to a 9-3 record in the second most points. Why is that? Because a reemergence, Saquon Barkley, has been a big, big reason that position ranked number six. Aaron Jones, considering continuing to be kind of an underrated fantasy running back, being position ranked seven. So you got two top halfbacks in there. And then, really, you got to say Patrick Mahomes, position ranked one on the year, the namesake of your team, averaging 34 points a week. It's wild, wild, wild. Um, that's what's been keeping your team afloat. Brandon Ayuk, too, down there in the flex, being able to use him. Position ranked 17. You got to like what you got from there. And then DK Metcalf being much more serviceable than he was last year. Tip to hat to you. I mean, you've been out there grinding. I had to imagine during bye weeks and shit, things had to get tough, but you weathered the storm and made it through it. So there you go. If I was actually going to break down who I thought was all going to win this week, I will say the boys of fall beat 30 Van Super Punters. Hot, hungry. Oh, no, excuse me. Somebody called a Dactor gets his first one of the year and beats Hot, Hungry, and Ha Ha Harris. Chasing greatness beats centers like me. Honk if you hard, man. Beats. Tommy B and the Tomcats, Jerry's kids, takes out Country Roads, takes me home. The Revenge Tour beats Show Me Where You Shit From. And the Big Sin Power goes 6-0 and reigns supreme. I'm already going to have a celebratory drink. That sounds so good. So there you go. There you have it. That is what it is, boys. Let's look at Thursday Night Football. Bills, Patriots tonight. Both teams played on Thursday. That's kind of interesting. So then they just had a week of week off of just – Regular week, I guess, but then it was just on Thursday. When are they going to get back to playing on Sundays? That's what I want to know. Let's pull this up here. Let's see what the lines are. Let's see where the money is going. Wait for this to load. Um, Buffalo Bills versus Patriots. So the Bills are a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Um, when I initially see that, my thought is my gut reaction is like, I, I got to beat the Patriots by more than that. Division game. Patriots are at home. Always got to keep that stuff in mind. That's what Vegas wants you to think. They want you to look at that and be like, the Bills are just going to fucking crush them. But that's what the population is thinking. 77% of the bets in 69. 69 has been the theme of this show. Always funny. 69% of the money is on the Buffalo Bills. They have over under a 44. 70% of the bets, 72% of the money is on the over. Oh, boy, 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 boy. The Bills have not been as good as people think. I don't like the Patriots. Don't really like Matt Jones. Oh, trust my gut. Give me... Hmm. Give me the Buffalo Bills cover the three and a half, and then I'll ride. I'll fade the public, and I'll take the under of 40. Nope, take that back. Nothing. Mm-mm-mm. Give me the Patriots and give me the over. That's what I want. Patriots over. Don't worry about my hesitation. Lock it in. Load it up. Put it in your DraftKings app. Put it in your FanDuel app. Whatever app you're using, put it in. Lock it up. Load it. Make yourself some money tonight. With that, enjoy the standings weeks. For those that are able to make this Sunday, look forward to it. going to be a hell of a time. Cheers to you guys. Cheers to the league.
need to find the stop recording button. There it is. Cheers to the league. Every time I see the light, tell me. 